Hi, I'm Joe Lynch, director of such cinematic classics as Wrong Turn 2, Knights of Badastum, Everly, and of course the new film, Mayhem. And when I'm not masturbating to Sasquatch porn, I'm listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Ooh, it feels so good. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast whose go-to karaoke jam is always power of the night my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're preparing for an epically horrific easter egg hunt as we roll into a fan commentary track for critters to the main course hmm <laughs> I know, I know, it's been a long time coming <laughs> But before we get into that, let me remind you We are part of the Boom Howdy Podcast Network Boom Howdy and You can find our past episodes at BoomHowdy.com Or the easiest way to listen in is to simply search for Nightmare Junkhead In your iTunes or SoundCloud app Hit subscribe and when we drop our latest episode It'll download directly to your listening device of choice All up in your crate hole And on this holiday weekend If you are on social media You can come be festive, festive with us uh, We are on Twitter at Nightmare junk and on facebook at nightmare junkhead and this is actually this is the only time this month as it, it turns out mm-hmm. the only thing we're kind of going retro this this month yeah so far we've been new new and now it's time to go old school and so. this one is uh, th- this movie is great i think this is a fun movie i thoroughly enjoy critters and it's too. very near and dear to your heart mm-hmm. for many reasons we will go into uh, but before we get into the commentary proper, we are recording on the day. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of podcasts. You yourself are not, and that's okay. There's always that good balance there. Uh, but one of the podcasts on my rotation is the Cadaver Cast. And it just so happens today they released an episode on Critters 2. <laughs> that's glorious. And you haven't heard anything until you've heard Al sing the famous song from Critters 2. Oh. <laughs> And again, the we hungry heifer. We will. We will, we may get into dueling heifers at this point. We don't know yet. Uh, but I wanted to make sure, just to give a shout out. If you haven't uh, checked their uh, podcast out, please do. They are a lot of fun. A father son podcast that, like I said, it's always equal parts adorable and horrific. Yeah. Well worth your time. Well worth your time. But we are indeed doing a commentary track, mm-hmm. and this is another one from New Line. Actually, the second commentary track in a row that has been with New Line, oh, and. Yeah. If you know how we do our commentary tracks, we always recommend, usually, almost when you can, always, always when you can, physical media. Yeah, absolutely. But also, we know today's day and age, the kids, they like their streamings, right? <laughs> the kids and their digitals. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> with their downloads and what have you, right. sliding into their MDs, is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Well... well <laughs> As it turns out, we thought we both owned this particular one on physical media. No, I know I own it. It's not I think I know it. I know I own it, but I can't for the life of me find it. It's one of those ones where it's like, did I loan it to somebody? Is it somewhere like under the bed? Sometimes you know, I don't there's, know. there's certain ones, releases, and titles you have to put like a little tracker on. Yeah. You don't want to. It's just you have to. Yeah. I know I own this one. And the reason we mention this is this is available to stream via Voodoo Video On Demand for free, mm-hmm. but with ads. Right. <laughs> and so we're going to try our best to 
if we edit it out or whatever. But and we mentioned that because if you hear anything weird, we're going to do our best to not incorporate the ads, but right. to also maintain the flow of conversation. But hey, I'm. It, to be fair, free is free. I mean, it's showing on Voodoo right now for free with ads. All right, cool. You know, Shutter shout out, Netflix, Nasty's fantastic. But hey, a free movie's a free movie. You're basically saying we'll shill for anyone. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. I hey, think if it gets its free movies, <laughs> we, you can't go wrong with that. So go ahead, gang. Queue up whatever you are watching, whether it be DVD, Blu ray. I know uh, Scream Factory just put out that wonderful Blu ray. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact, the, the series set. VHS, what have you, if you're streaming, uh, Voodoo along with us. Now, that could be interesting because you're not going to be able to stop your free ad either. So (laughs) you'll really have the Nightmare Junket experience. Uh, But we do count down via Lethal Weapon. Three, two, two, one, one, and play. push play. So right now, before to get everything lined up, it's (laughs) going to be right before you see or bathe in, rather than the red, but the blue of the new line. So get everything queued up and lined up, and uh, we'll get everything ready. So Genius, are you ready to do this? Oh, I am ready to kill some krites. Okay, well, let's get everything lined up, gang, and we're going to get started here in three, two, Two, one, one, play. play. All right, gang, and welcome back to another Nightmare Junkhead fan commentary track. of And then of New Line Cinema Presents Masterpiece. <laughs> but again, we have no affiliation with anybody in particular, with any of the movie makers, New Line, anything like that, or even Bounty Hunters from Outer Space. Show enough. Show enough. At least show exactly. films, show potentially. Films. So this particular film, Critters 2, The Main, the main Course. course. <laughs> we are releasing this one in lieu of the holiday weekend for Easter. Because mm-hmm. it's an Easter movie. It is an absolute Easter movie. Everything takes place on Easter. They have like an Easter eggs. It's it's an Easter movie. And it makes sense because the Krites, like we'll talk about it later, but I mean, it makes perfect sense. And I was psyched for this movie when they came out of the theater. I was ready for this. I saw this twice in the theater. Okay, and this is a film that has a very special place in your history mm-hmm. and your popular culture consciousness. Your very DNA, I think, owes a lot to this film. So let's just start from the beginning. You said you saw this twice in the theater. Yeah, it was great. Once at the dollar, or once at the regular show, and then once at the dollar show. So was that at any time? Was that Indian Springs? Oh, absolutely, both times Indian Springs because they had the uh, they had the regular show downstairs and the dollar show upstairs. So as soon as they would get done at the dollar show or the regular show they go to the dollar show and like yep it was fantastic it's a critters too yeah no and so ultimately i this is one that i caught i did not get to see it in the theater um this is one i ultimately would have caught on cable at this point Mm -hmm. but robert shea oh of course well of course new line robert shea and lynn shows up she's a prominent character she she's the helen lovejoy and we'll (laughs) talk about and written by Mick Garris. And David Twoey, who, if you're familiar with genre cinema, he has written a few things that, again, we'll get into a bit later, but he is all over the DNA of the podcast as well. But this is a film that is part of, and this goes to the whole VHS collecting culture, mm-hmm. but of a mixtape, a magical mixtape that you had. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It was- as, as we see a little bit more sci-fi goodness than we're used to it i had a tape it was uhf critters 2 and no holds barred it was a wonderful mixtape and i would watch the shit out of it because see and you know and you're like okay cool it starts off with the bounty hunters because i love critters one and so it leaves off in the ambiguous and so it kind of picks off right where it begins 
And then you notice that one of the bounder hunters is like familiar faces. And then they have that cool transformation. Well, if they're going to check off everything you need in the Critters film, because again, you're going to get, hey, it's Johnny Thunders. All uh -huh. right. And then even better, you get your returning characters, including Charlie, everyone's favorite town drunk made good, made good now. Yeah, he's a full fledged bounty hunter fucking shit up in outer space. And it's a nice little nod and a continuation bit of the first film now directed by one Mick Garris, mm -hmm. who we've mentioned before. The finest flowing silver locks in horror. Mm -hmm. And I think I've discovered kind of the secret formula to his film. And also, let's just give it up to the good old fashioned practical effects yeah. in this film. Um, brought to us by, of course, people love them. The, uh, the, the Kyoto brothers. <laughs> Always a mouthful there. Look at that trophy. I always wanted to look back and see like a xenomorph head. Of course. And like, I don't know about a predator head, but you These know. bounty hunters going up against predator is the critters crossover that we need. <laughs> exactly. And there are so many universes. Like that to me is like something a la Toby, Tobey Hooper. Invader from Mars. Yes. That A-E-I-O-U. Let me tell you something. I'm not really crying, yeah. but... It's very close. That, but let's also, I love that kind of design. Mm -hmm. That's cheesy. It's got that kind of 50s feel to it. With the big head and like, we bring no harm. And even the voice, you know. But saying, hey, there's still some ill critters down there. there are, you can never get rid of the crites. Right. The crites are, got, they're like the bed bugs of the universe. <laughs> Big fuzzy and lots of teeth. <laughs> you, you think you got rid of them, but no, <laughs> no, there's back. always just one or two. Laying eggs all over the place. Got to go through shit with comb. <laughs> <laughs> but this this brings us, and I should go back to the original one because this is this came out in 1988. Mm -hmm. uh, the original was 85, I believe. And the first, the original one plays, when you go back and watch it again, it plays so much like a siege film mm -hmm. because you have just one basic location. But in the house. This does what a sequel should do. It expands on the world. It makes things bigger. And it brings back a lot of the returning favorite characters. I mean, we already talked about Charlie and the bounty hunters, who are named Ugg and Lee, by the way. <laughs> All right? So, but, uh, funny then, funny now. Right? And now you have Scott Grimes coming back. He was the kid who was throwing fireworks at his sister and, like, cock-blocking Billy Zane, and, right? And also, <laughs> late 80s, he's rocking this. This is kind of what you would call a casual mullet. Right. Because it's not necessarily one that makes you into a metalhead, but it's, like, oh, very fledgling, too. Just a little bit of theirs flowing on the side. And that also, his earring pops out like crazy, mm -hmm. which I love. But I like how the bus driver was talking shit the whole time. Like, oh, you know about that crazy Brown's residence. And he's like, oh, don't, don't, don't hurt me. Well, as we later find out in the film, it's much like almost like Ghostbusters. It turns out that people think it was a whole thing of malarkey. Yeah. You know, it was nothing but shenanigans and not an actual alien invasion. See, okay. So this hobo, when I found out he wasn't Buck Flowers, it almost broke my heart. <laughs> So whenever a, 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 a someone plays a hobo or a hobo a, adjacent role <laughs> right. and it's not Buck Flower, like you said, it's like you're taking money out of his plate. Right. That is his bread and butter. I mean, he's still pretty good, but he's like Chuck Flowers. So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, check what I got. When you, can't, when you can't afford Buck, you get Chuck. Right. Hmm. 
And also, this particular character that shows up here, this little street tough guy, uh-huh. he shows up in Revenge of the Nerds Part 2. Nerds in Paradise? Yes, as one of the other alpha betas. He always reminded me of um, the Venture Brothers, the bully, and that it becomes like winds up being. Like, oh, the winds up, yeah, the ado- yeah, the ad- this adopted son of Brock or what have right. you. Yeah, I can totally see that. Well, you know, you know, he's a street tough because number one, he's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, uh, I guarantee that T-shirt is probably of and, a metal and a, variety and a case of Master Brow. That's one of the things. Critters 2 brought to you unofficially by... <laughs> Meister Brow. <laughs> the swill of beers. <laughs> but nothing good is going to come upon a holiday horror film. And this is what is great. It is a holiday horror See, film. See right there, Annual Grover's Bend Easter Egg Hunt. Again, my heart was broken when I found out there was no Grover's Bend, Kansas. Because this is set in Kansas, and I live in Kansas. And so it's like, ooh, the critters are happening here, right? So like... And that's one of those claim to fame as well if you go to some of those websites and they have those articles where it's like every slasher the is horror movie town, what is yeah what state well as this episode is being released on april 19th it is in time for the easter holiday so for all of you that do celebrate easter please enjoy uh make sure you don't get your uh critter crite eggs mixed right. up with your other ones hard-boiled crite eggs <laughs> But this, again, like I mentioned, this is a holiday horror film, and there aren't that many Easter no. holiday horror films no. for the most part. You'd have to, like, I don't know, s- stretch to find a few. But now we got two character actors. We got that guy and then that lady. And, of course, that lady is Lynn Shane. Uh, and she has made quite a name for herself in horror, you know? Well, She's, like, doing a lot of stuff. To this day, uh, it's one of the, is it the Sinister or Insidious franchise? See, I can never differentiate those two. It's horrible. But also in the back of my mind, every time I see her for a brief second, it's like in Kingpin when he looks in the mirror and she's like, Thank you, Lodge, something loose. (laughs) Right? For just that brief second, just like that scene. And so, like, not that it takes me out, but at the same time. Well, I can't watch Sam Anderson anymore without thinking of Wolfram and Hart from the Angel series. Yeah. And like you mentioned, the beauty of a lot of these old genre films is they do employ a lot of those actors, which for the most part adds a little just pizzah to your films. And then Bradley Brown is back in town. He's back in town. Yep. So this was like one of my first like that's like big Lynn Shane roles that I was like, remember her from. So like. I really thoroughly enjoy this movie. It, it does hold a lot of good places and good memories. Inquiring minds wanted to know. Now, the Inquirer for you kids out there. No, actually, you know what? It's still plastered among, amongst the, uh, the, the the grocery store it's when I go and check out. It's always been a out. trashy rag, though. It's always been a trashy rag. One of the ones that you get, like, oh, reading in about celebrities and shit. But what this this film has a nice feel to, though, is the fact that it is a return to the old stomping ground. The prodigal son returns. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping, of course, that there are no crites, even though that the people you're kind of that guy, though, in town that you're the crazy one. Right. Because no Ralph. one believes you. Yeah. Hey, it's got a death curse. <laughs> but see, also, the cool thing about this movie is this is a family friendly movie. This is rated PG-13. Well, keep in mind, this is 88 PG-13. Right. So, I mean, there's still people getting eaten and like there's some sort of horrendous shit. But at the same time, it's like, 
you know, you could show normies, and I think setting it at Easter oh. is like is a good thing too. I think you could totally totally show normies, mm-hmm. but and they don't even need to see the first one. No, you. Well, this is kind of the the alien to aliens, mm-hmm. if you will. Like you said, you kind of expand the scope, and you do go from just a singular. Um, siege film in the house to in this case it's the entire town yeah that gets involved (laughs) and all the cast of crazy characters and it should be said uh brad played by scott grimes doing really well right now Mm -hmm. as a voice actor on american dad yeah which is kind of crazy again to think back to how many people get their start (laughs) in these genre films (laughs) kids are fucking stabbing the doll just running wild there's a fine line between a crate and a kid. Okay, right. that's all I'm gonna say. Especially <laughs> at that age. And you know what? That antique store, all rickety and scary and shit. That is 100% small town Kansas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Again, those are the places that if we're on a road trip, we 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 see. I just we keep driving by. <laughs> right. It's like I'm not gonna end up a, a horror movie stat. <laughs> and then also, of course, you gotta have a dog there <laughs> because jump scares. God damn it. <laughs> And then I can't remember at this point, does he get feasted upon by the... Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, everybody... There's a lot of people and a lot of things that get feasted upon in this. Well, ultimately, the town itself becomes a, a buffet for the most part, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Now, because this is a film that I have not seen as many times. In fact, go back to uh, our Nerds of Nostalgia episode where we did our Monday Mystery Movie Night in April last year. It was kind of our Easter hangover episode, if I remember right. Right. And it was probably made the second or third time I actually got to see it. So seeing it on the big screen was wonderful in and of mm-hmm. itself. But then always being able to kind of kick back and, and do what we do here, just to be able to talk about it is nice. Because like you said, it's right. this has like got to be comfort food for you at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's the crusty Sheriff. You have to have the crusty Sheriff. Now the crusty Sheriff, as portrayed here, I want to make sure, is it Barry Corbin? Mm-hmm. And he is just vintage, that just surly. Old school, drunken sheriff. I mean, when you think of drunken, angry sheriff, that's who you see. Like right now, he is emanating like Bush, maybe. Is that um, (laughs) Keystone Light is just wafting out or Kentucky bourbon and like gun oil. (laughs) (laughs) And he actually replaced... um, was it M. Emmett? Um, M. Emmett Walsh? Yeah, and the first one, didn't he? No, I think he was the same one. Is it the same one? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Another one of the returning characters. Okay. Again, you get good continuity yeah. with this. Well, in That's fact- one thing I really appreciate. I mean, like, you don't see a lot of good continuity with a lot of characters when it comes back in sequels. It's either, especially nowadays, it's either reboots or remakes or, or something. Well, and the fact that this... the the this is a second of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's got four movies deep and a new Shutter series. Shutter the mini series, out. of course, a Shutter shout out, and the fact that they're going to start another series and another movie. There's a lot on board with this, so it's a franchise that started again in the mid '80s that still has is relevant today because it, it focuses on something. I think it's simple. It's a simple idea. Mini monsters. Yep, can just want to eat, and they got. They can turn into big old dust balls and shoot porcupine needles at you. I hate teenagers. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sicking the dog on them. 
<laughs> Any, anyone that gets that kind of perverse joy out of that, you know, you know, ultimately there's some <laughs> comeuppance going to happen. Right. But in the fairness, you know, a good scare on somebody is a good scare on somebody. Oh, no, his playboy is in his master brow. Now, that's Chekhov's nudie mag. And also, that's how that is indeed, kids. How we used to find that in the woods. Right. Just happenstance. When you say people said they found these illicit, horrible magazines in the woods, that's how mm-hmm. it happened. I found some pornography. It's in the stump in the woods. You have to go under the bridge for that. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. So. One of the things I loved about the first film was the concept of the bounty hunter. Yeah. And how just kind of badass they were. Mm-hmm. And I say that question mark is because at the time as a kid, there was nothing better. They had these crazy, over-the-top excessive weaponry. Right. Big old like mini cannons that like extend and <laughs> That are shit. not subtle at all. No. And they're at all, all. Clad in leather and studs and shooting shit they're ripping off johnny thunders the then you know rock god of the time Mm -hmm. so when he's actually invading your small town it's It's a big deal it's jim curry (laughs) and so (laughs) and charlie oh jim curry that's great that's great they're struggling with not as it's not anticipation it's just impatience (laughs) kill mold christ (laughs) <laughs> well, we also have the fact that they are in the other, the Lee bounty hunter, I guess. Yeah. Is, and it's still, it's. He, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he wants to change into. He's, he's still indifferent. He's existential dilemma. So Critters goes deep. So, oh, hey, little buddies, come gather round. This here's the very best seat in town. Even when they open the door, we won't give you boom steer. And that dude, that wow. fucking dude. Nah. Eddie De- Dezen. Uh, Thank is, you. He was that guy <laughs> for was, so long. Yeah, he was. He was Wee Wee Herman because it's not quite, but he's. <laughs> and see, no, he he's always like, yeah, and he's always nerdlinger in everything. He's never not nerdlinger. Well, and yeah, he's another guy that just unfortunately doesn't get to be cast as the Lothario, the cool guy. Well, and that street tough's a creep. Oh, he's a straight up creep. Oh, and then here comes uh, the brown kid. And we also get seen the aliens. Well, it's also very much in the the Back to the Future vein with the Biff and the Marty comparison, just so much taller and shorter. And in the midst of a in a uh, a diner as well. So Mm -hmm. come on now, they're they're going to they're going to they're going to crib for the best. Actually, about that's the only thing this movie could be missing is uh, Tom Travelers. No, Tom F. Wilson, actually. (laughs) Well, we kind of mentioned it before the what's kind of fun with this film is the see it's good. <laughs> doesn't know karate but he knows crazy <laughs> but the fact that you could throw the critters into just about any kind of universe any kind of like existing universe and it would play Fucking, it could probably play well oh man can you imagine john wick just popping a whole bunch of critters just taking them all out of pop, course pop, 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 pop. after they ate his dog yeah and exactly. he goes after them exactly <laughs> i'm <laughs> I'm all for that, and just somehow or another, the uh, one of the Krites sits on like the high, the high council or whatever in his little universe as well. Mm-hmm. They're all they're known for their deadly proficiency with their quills. <laughs> Ooh, Krites versus the Predator. You can have like all sorts of shit. And that's just even I'm even we mentioned it before, kind of jokingly, uh, Krites and Stars Hollow. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and we felt a little pressured because we had people in front of us, but we've got an hour and a half. Where you lead, Kreitz will follow. <laughs> but I imagine you have, like, because with this film, like uh, anything else, you always have it, like, happen on the outskirts of town before uh-huh. it hits in the middle. So you open in Stars Hollow, and everyone's like, you know, have you seen the Troubadour in a while? <laughs> and then, like, Kirk... Like stumbles upon his like his his remains like like this like we would find here, <laughs> and then eventually um oh watch this he's gonna so he just put without a beat he just licks that dog food up okay oh are you gonna are you gonna sit there and pass judgment like you've never done that before I've never done that before well neither have I but <laughs> I'm not passing judgment either I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not a little curious occasionally it, it, okay I'll smell it but I'll be like Rah. but then <laughs> now, and look, if it was the end of the world if it was like fucking Mad Max exactly. and all I had was a can of dinky do then I'm gonna go ahead and fucking dare it down but like C- cosplay and training for the most part right? but if I had the choice not to eat dog food I'm not gonna eat dog food I don't care how good it smells <laughs> <laughs> and what I like what we get here is a little switcheroo of Easter egg and cried eggs, potentially. Mm-hmm. Giving it to an old lady who runs a daycare. Way to go, Chuck Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thinking in Stars Hollow, it starts with the troubadour. And I'm thinking ultimately, one way or another, they'd end up like holed up at like maybe Taylor's grocery store. Yeah. And of course, the Krites are wanting to come in because that's where like the source All of the food, food is. is at. Either that or you end up maybe going over to the diner. It it winds up, but it starts in the dragonfly with like a egg. Thing there we eggs. go. Fucking Sookie yes. Sookie bought some eggs from the market. Exotic eggs. And she bought some eggs Jackson. and she was going to make uh, something great. And she, I'm going to make the best omelet ever. Right. And <laughs> they tear up the kitchen. Oh. It turns into gremlins. I see. This is what I'm talking about. You see, and you see how easy, right? You can, you can do go that anywhere, and everyone can stay in character, right? Because of course, everyone's going to think they're crazy. You know what are they doing at the Dragonfly Inn? They're trying to. All they want is promotion because they're trying to promote the inn. Until Lorelai gets a quill in the neck. <laughs> well, she's talking really fast, and you know, there's there's the banter and the quinny. Then oh, and maybe I need to slow. Oh no, right. Michelle gets his leg chopped off and gets pissed off because he can't dance anymore. <laughs> stupid little crits, right. stupid crits, stupid crits. They don't know anything. Just Sally <laughs> Struthers' cats would, of course, get eaten. Oh yeah, and, and they would just surround her. She would be on top of a table or a chair, and they're just like raw, 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 bouncing around and shit. But ultimately, her and her husband, they would kill a couple of them, and like they would crush him in his piano and his like jazz piano. Mm-hmm. Because you got to make sure some of them would be <laughs> ultimate victims, but of course, and everyone is like, you know, hold up at the end. See, I'm telling you, yep. there is some. Oh, and then ultimately, when all seems lost, that's when is it Jess, the bad boy? Yeah, comes, comes back in <laughs> with the bat, but he's the one of the bounty hunters. Really, his face like changes. Like <laughs> I have to go with the bounty hunters now. Like I'm gonna actually like better Charlie. my life. <laughs> everyone, everyone, every <laughs> fictional. Critters universe that we're going to create here, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. has to have a Charlie. Yeah. That has to have that redemptive arc. Uh-huh. 
has to have. Okay, so here's the thing. They're, he trades the eggs for to give the kids, and the, she's going around giving them all the children like it's fucking reverse UNICEF. So all these Christ eggs are going to pop up in houses full of kids. Meanwhile, Chuck Flowers is about to find out some horrendous shit. You know, it's going to be all the rage, man. All the kids all are going to want to cry. Because they're big ass cranks. It was big in oh, Japan. Right. You know, Fucking, it was. Oh, I just thought, like, what if Teddy Perkins gets, like, cried eggs and just starts tearing into them? Every, everyone's trying to get some sort of, like, you know, get rich quick scheme you know maybe the crite eggs is See, the new thing that was always a sad shot to me because you know the dog got it and you and so it's like well you instantly Mick, hate the crites well it's funny because mick garris he actually has directed a, a handful of stephen king adaptations mm -hmm. now stephen king of course is famous for killing kids right and dogs and animals are always on that list. go to maximum overdrive there's the that <laughs> yeah. shot the dog with the little thing in the mouth. It's horrible. It's horrible. Chili dog. <laughs> Not that kind. Not that kind. Well, now there you go. Right. Oh, and they're straight up pulling a uh, tauntaun. The <laughs> and we have our first shot. And they're ladies and gentlemen. And they're baby crites. They're like kind of adorable. They're super adorable. And there's a lot of them. Right. And right off the bat here... Look how cute they are. They're like little Manchi cheese of teeth. Just like... <laughs> We're Manchi cheese, Manchi cheese, Manchi cheese. We terrify you. <laughs> we eat you too. They'll, t they'll take your toe off. <laughs> and this and is... You know the, oh, and they're just on them. Just like... Brrr, and they're just going to get they scurry. They, so that gives them a little bit of like... And I think you have a general rule that... Scurry is scary. Scurry is scary. Scurry is scary. And look, they're, she's painting the goddamn uh, crite egg, and it's actually kind of rad. Good color scheme. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. Well, if you can't express yourself through the arts, how can you express yourself, man? This is the day before the internet. We didn't have blogs, okay? We weren't on Twitter all the time. I like the way nobody questioned that big, giant ostrich egg she has in her hand. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got like a little dozen chicken eggs, and she's got this big fucking half a football every now and again there was that one egg right. it's kind of like when you would go and you'd find that one pumpkin that <laughs> was just big. set a set it set it was just it set itself apart you know it was just one of those things much like it's 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 manifest destiny okay <laughs> we talked about that with ravenous the idea of you know manifest dente yeah <laughs> eat it a little bit longer if you want oh the chocolate bunny never stood a chance uh, nope they don't stand a chance still i'll bite the head off one well even actually putting by a, a vent there i'm just thinking mm -hmm. just melting it's melting right away <laughs> <laughs> poor bradley poor bradley why you, just because of the stigma the family has because mm -hmm. nobody believes him i mean he goes around he basically leaves town he goes town to school but it, everybody laughs him out of town they're like, oh, the Bradley Brown boy and the Brown family, all scary. You know, they're getting laughed at and all that. I think I would leave that's, too. Plus, that's like, fair. That's fair. He comes back into town. First thing that happens, he gets into a fight. You know, uh, I mean, you have to anticipate a little bit of, you know. Yeah, but he, again, now he's missing Charlie, which is cool. Which I like the fact that, and the one thing is, Charlie is consistent to the first four movies. God, the that's right. That's four. true. That's yeah. true. Charlie has a whole arc. So all the like the bounty hunters have a crazy arc. 
And I should say this. I've seen parts three and four. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I know, like, part three famously features. Okay, so this is one of the parts where, like, it's that shit from under the bed that scurries under the bed. I, I It always has creeped me out because I'm like, even if it's like little, when they roll around, it's like little rats and shit running around. Well, you also got ni- nice little sound design with that as well. And when you're scurrying, you need to have that kind of a sound design. <laughs> But that's the kind of stuff I think to this day that still gets me. To this day, I know there's nothing under the bed, but I will still lift my legs up just a little bit quicker Mm -hmm. than I normally would. (laughs) Of course. It's horrible how that works. Then you have Krite vision. (laughs) And the Krites talk in this one more than they do. Of course they communicate. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff. Well, they have to have a language. Well, and this this joins the ranks of the like Night of the Creeps. A lot of the movies that have your your uh, alien visitors mm-hmm. that bring about shenanigans. It's about to eat a mad, mad ball. ball. Yeah, see the hand, and then it's like, and then just right at the nick of time. Good editing. Telling you, that's the that's actually my some of my favorite things with these films. When we do that, it's just that critter scampering. And also that Stephen King critter scampering point of view that you get in Cat's Eye mm-hmm. with the troll. The troll. <laughs> didn't pay the troll toll. You do in the with the James Woods with the thank you the the whole that smoking Quitter's Inc. I believe that one's called. And that one famously oh. features oh. Squish. Um, poor critter. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a now that's a great little gory gag there. That's not necessarily gory, just gooey. But it's gooey. Oh, poor cows. Oh. To, yeah, like like being he, being led to the slaughter. Now, here we have... This break brought to you by the Hungry Heifer. Come on down, Hungry Heifer, and get all your Hungry Heifer needs. Try a bovine burger and make sure you get your buffalo chips to it. We also have the moose shake that comes in low-fat dairy, comes in strawberry, comes in vanilla, and comes in chocolate. Or ask for a twist. The Hungry Heifer. And now they're all dying Easter eggs and getting everybody like the church service and all the old ladies are dying Easter eggs for the entire family and, and friends, everybody in the church, the whole town. And here comes the reverend telling like goofy shit. Isn't there any other kind of reverend? Right? <laughs> I always like like the funny reverends. The irreverends. Uh. The ir- <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. My apologies, <laughs> especially any of our uh, Catholic going audience out there. Well, I even, growing up Catholic, Easter is obviously a huge deal, mm-hmm. and the community aspect of the church was something I always kind of dug. Yeah, it's um, adorable. I mean, like, it's an old lady, so it's it, it's almost Joe Dante-esque. You have this extremely wholesome, wonderful little thing going on, and then you throw the madness of the critters, and with that guy and what's in that bag in particular... Oh, yeah, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Oh, yeah, I hope this is not your first time viewing right. this film, <laughs> watching it with the commentary with us and here. everybody's having an old Easter egg hunt. Well, the best it can part turn is- into a Betty Hill moment at any time. Being chased by Kreitz. Well, they're basically laying out these little alien landmines, basically. Like the old ladies are pollinating the town with critters all over the place. All beautifully decorated you know, yeah, the the, the invasion's going to happen, but the feng shui is wonderful, right? okay? But it makes sense that this is an Easter movie. This Critters lended itself it truly to does. an Easter movie. The only other one that could be Aliens. Ooh. Alien would work well. It, 
I think with this one too, you could actually put together a themed menu mm-hmm. with this. Omelets. Oh, omelets, hard-boiled eggs. You could right. do some Cadbury's. <laughs> Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? <laughs> you could have the egg stress ball. <laughs> you could make a, um, a you know dairy-themed drink. You could do a lot of things mm-hmm. with this particular film. You could have the hungry heifer, the bovine shake. Oh, my gosh. The moo chips. The <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I even argue I don't know which one has the better theme, uh, this one or Hamburger the Motion Picture. Uh, I know I know nostalgia wise you're gonna go with Critters too, but right. I'm gonna say Hi Bradley. <laughs> the uh, oh no oh no. This <laughs> knowing what happens, yeah. There's. Well, there's. Whoa. You mentioned the Joe Dante <laughs> aspect of it, and he's so proud of that joke that he just did. He goes, "I got him." <laughs> uh. Went through a few rewrites too, as it turns out. <laughs> no, you mentioned the the Joe Dante connection, and Mick Garris actually has worked with Joe Dante. He's also worked like uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, Martin Scorsese. So he's his pedi- his pedigree actually is pretty impressive. Look at this little shit kid. <laughs> Are you saying the little kid deserves? Well, no, but watch. He's just being kind of a little shit. He goes, uh, see? Oops. Yeah. I <laughs> so you're going to say, you you know what, genius? You can't make an omelet without a few broken eggs, okay? <laughs> Sometimes what the Joker says actually works. <laughs> Happy Easter. From Christ. Well, when, also when you get this initial siege, if you will, and we get they're adorable. They are adorable, and this also I would say probably cut down on the amount of people that would volunteer to do like to Easter, Easter Bunny. Bunny shit. Yeah, I guarantee you, even if you've never seen Critters Two, at some point in time you've seen this scene. <laughs> yes, this is probably the most infamous scene. Well, it takes. Just a, a childhood oh, trope, so a childhood institution, if you will, right. <laughs> and subverts it and gives it gives it the the good old horror genre treatment. Right spin. <laughs> well, thank you, Mick Garris, for this because it's it's all sorts of wonderful. And in fairness, Kreitz or not, that would be kind of a creepy Easter Bunny. It's just scary and his fly down is like hop hop hop, just coming at. Him. It's the Easter Bunny that has to go door to door every neighborhood he goes into. Unfortunately, <laughs> before he gets the basket, and what a way to go! Getting your getting your uh, insides out, eaten by uh, Kreitz from the waist down. Well, that any, is not a any professional cosplayer will tell you. You always always secure your zippers, so none of that can happen. And that, in good form, what he's saying of the sermon is like a young man cloaked all in white burst into there, and everybody was afraid. Now, by any chance, is something literal going to happen? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And that's one of the all-time great scenes of an Easter bunny (laughs) being thrown through a church window. Being eaten eaten alive by Kreitz. (laughs) The body of Kreitz compel you. Yeah, there's all so there's and your also do chew. Yes. <laughs> well, there's your opening kill in Critters Two. We've we've actually man, that goes a long. That's a long way to get to that actually. No, Buck Flower. Oh, that's true, Buck Flower and the dog. Chuck Chuck Flower. Chuck Flower. Excuse me for for staying consistent here. 
And then he's going to go. Of course, he knows what the signs is. He knows Kreitz are back. He's, he, it just happens to work that way. But nobody's going to believe Oh, Bradley Brown, the crazy in town. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but to me, it begs the thing that only when this kid shows up does this kind of stuff happen. Where he <laughs> brings... But he was gone for two years. It's not like Kreitz go to college. That's like way later on. That's the on, ghoulies. Right? That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's part six. So, <laughs> can you actually imagine the Kreitz crashing a ghoulies party? That'd be rad. They'd party with each other. Then they one would Kreitz would try to eat a ghoulie, and like all-out war will happen. Oh. And gremlins jump in, and it's all like like a whole big battle of all they little mini monsters. They could be all different fraternities. Yes, like a Monsters Inc. But like or Monsters with University. ghoulies. And critters, critters, gremlins, and the critters—they're the—they're the international students because they're from outer space. <laughs> the munchies are like the 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 lambda lambda lambdas. And where do the hobgoblins fit in? Do they just—they're at the community college actually, they're so the, they're trying to get into their right. the fraternities actually chartered. <laughs> See, again, you could do so many weird, weird little things here with these films, and that's what I love about them. And like. The Puppet Master series, they've embraced right. that. They're they're from the snooty school. Right. Oh, the they're they're from they're the ones, hey, you can't the art come kids. to our party. You know, That's, they're like the kind of the I need to see your portfolio before we can even talk about uh, yeah, no, there's so many different things we go now. Your classic Southern good boy sheriff. Mm-hmm. Just the guy that, like you said, he's emanates this. In fact, can you imagine how nasty that that camper has to be? Because you know he's he's doing some Martin Riggs esque living by himself. But but here's the thing: first time they're like, "Hey, there's some evil shit going down. Christ might be back." First thing he goes like, "All right, bye." Hitches up his wagon and gets the fuck out of town. So is that the genius line of thinking, or is that the Greg line of thinking? I'm I trying to. I think that's more you. I okay. think if that was like critters, I think I would want to like you know. Pow, pow, pow. Take out a few. So you, oh. I don't know. 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 I definitely, I think later on, spoilers, when the angry mob comes in, I think it would be in the mob. I think I definitely would be in the shenanigans. See, I'm at this point, man. I'm just thinking, no, yeah, I hear that's coming. I'm gone. I'm good. Yeah. But. And then a big ass spaceship comes. And we need intervention from above. <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. shape-shifting aliens of course of course well actually i'm thinking going back now to our uh, monsters inc with the ghoulies the critters and all of them and all the various shenanigans do you think any of them eventually would like team up to go against maybe even of an even bigger baddie like the crusty dean oh you know that could have been oh that would have god rest his soul but john vernon <laughs> he's continuously the crusty dean did he did he ever was he in a mini monster movie because i knew it was in killer clowns mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if he, oh, that would have been, see? I don't know. But I, for one, enjoy the mini monster genre. And it's the a whole, wonder. There's a lot of good stuff. Well, you can do a lot of things with them. Like you said, that they're still doing them to this day. Okay, so we talked about 80s PG-13. Okay, so here is uh, an example of, uh, I believe, 80s PG-13. <laughs> Hell, this is 80s PG. Right? <laughs> so he's like, hey, transform into this. But there's a good gag at the end of the gratuity. Oh, of course. No, there's there's a reason for it. Because in the 80s, everything's bigger and better. And damn it. 
It also applies. And like special effects. but <laughs> See, 80s PG-13, you can get nudity. But. Straight from the page to your screen. <laughs> in 40. <laughs> and I get. I, thank you, Mick Garris. All of us that were growing up, we appreciate things like this, except for the staple. But see, yeah, that's the gag. That's like a great it. gag. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Kill Kreitz. She's <laughs> ready to fuck shit up. She's going to walk right in the middle of the Dairy Queen. Now she's going to walk in the Hungry Heifer fucking and I, Now, you cannot argue that that's just not everything that is weird and glorious in a PG-13 80s horror film. <laughs> you replaced that gun with his sword. You got Frank Frazetta. <laughs> Should be on the side of a van, <laughs> right? That'll be on the side of their actual spaceship. On the other side, on the other side, the big crate ball, but it's like on flames. <laughs> like, and then they've got a little tally for all the crites they've killed. Yeah. If this van's a rock and a crite's a killing or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> flames on the side right of my, my head. <laughs> on the side of the crate ball. Flames. <laughs> And a, a lot of love to Lynn Shay and mm-hmm. all the work she's done yeah. in all your favorite genre films. She is a treasure that I'm glad is still getting her due and is still putting and doing good work today. Crater busters. And there's again that that mullet, it's right in between. This is like my eighth grade year going into my ninth grade year when I finally let it get really long. Yeah, and it's like, hey guys, I'm a metalhead. Like, this is me <laughs> announcing I'm a metal. Like, here you could be like, no, I'm just a kid with a mullet. You know, it's still, you know, <laughs> I'm just a kid with a mullet. Don't mind me. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you know, you might like metal, but like, you're still just an '80s kid. But then when you let it go a little bit more, then you're more metal. Oh, you know, you're wearing your first Motley Crue T-shirt. You're hanging with some of the street toughs, hoping they don't turn against you, because there were some metal kids. That were oh. there we go. Now we have our chewed upon evidence. But see, Bradley was smart. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna. And oh. now there's no denying that it's critters. Yeah, crate carnage. I believe uh-huh. they call that. And yes, Boom. the return Boom. of the killer quills. That's a very cool monster design. I mean, just a ball of death that can shoot quills at you. That's just all about eating. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that still, it made me move <laughs> again. Right, that got you. That still works to this yeah. day. <laughs> That's one thing. This movie is more comedic. <laughs> it's a lot of cartoon shenanigans. <laughs> it's a lot of wonderful fun carnage. And they're just coming after him. Well, and that kind of effect, what is, you know, that makes me go directly to. <laughs> roadkill. Looks like a bad hair piece. <laughs> is uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And here is also, I need to look up this to see if he is, but all the little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes, yuck, veggies. So they're talking. And like. Cause she's kind of she's a like a vegetarian and like she gave kids like carom earlier and like ew carom even Kreitz unfortunately have issues carom oh now see and actually in today's movies we've got to make sure like a like maybe a Kreit feast of a Kreiter eats a, a vegan and there's like oh ah blech. 
Uh, it doesn't taste the same. I can or, taste the difference. I want to make sure this is a free-range human. Can I actually <laughs> see their stat sheet? Yeah. Did they have a lot of stress? Were they depressed? Because right. like, you can taste that in the meat, you know. You could actually have the this sophisticated one, critter. This one's gamey. Yeah. Like they drink what, the brain serum. Oh, What was his name? The brain gremlin. Did this, did this human have a name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you'd, and then you'd have like... Peanut critters, like oh, of course cry, you would. Cry, it's called like Krita, like Sarah McCrickard, McCrikin. Arms of a critter. critter. <laughs> and we have back again the big old cannon, and it's it's his boys back basically. Mm-hmm, his friends, the bounty hunters. But that's a good splatter. It was a good splatter effect on the wall. Just like go. There's these are all great practical effects. Mm-hmm. The Kyoto Brothers killed it in this film. The creature design, and we haven't even gotten to the really big ones, right? Like the money shots of this film. <laughs> the, sorry, the main sorry. Courses. They really are uh, the, the, truly the main course. And now we get a nice little reunion here. Hey, I'm sober. <laughs> He's sober and he's got a good government job. I mean, I'm sure Dude, bounty I'm, hunter's lucrative. Plus, he gets to travel a lot. I mean, <laughs> damn, you're right. Have you he, seen the he, seen the universe? He did Meet- really. Charlie did really good. From town drunk to bounty hunter, meeting and killing interesting uh, alien species. <laughs> Christ leaves such interesting lives. <laughs> that. That would actually be the series I'd want to see. The, <laughs> the bounty hunters? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought the same thing. Especially in the opening shot, he saw the, all those fucking monsters' heads, all those aliens, and you know none of them were punks. I mean, if and, they're going around killing Krites. And they're just, you know, living bounty to bounty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Sometimes you're there when they're they're on the ramen noodle days. <laughs> right, and then, and then sometimes then, it's steak dinner days. It's the space lobster days. So they go to the classic cantina. That's right. <laughs> It's like, do you allow droids here? <laughs> that was always weird, that beginning of Star Wars. We don't like droids here. We don't like their kind here. It's like, goddamn, George Lucas. Right. Seriously. Sure. And is a slave driving son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, more critter skitter. Actually, okay, critters in Return of the Living Dead. Mm, would it be zombie critters? Would they turn on each other? Maybe. You have to actually destroy all... And then mm. turn on... T- hmm. I see, again, I don't know sometimes if it would work or not, or instead of... You ever fa- I was even thinking, like, critters versus the xenomorphs, but it wouldn't... I don't know, because if they bite the xenomorphs, it would Oh, they just acid. burn. Yeah. Maybe that would... Tr- you know what? Their encounter with the xenomorphs actually encouraged them to go vegetarian. Yeah. That was the first time their carnivorous appetite actually turned Befoul- against them. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I like that. Right? That was a good scare back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to throw, I like the puppetry. It's like good, like we saw good old fashioned puppetry, but it's extremely effective. And of course, if you live in a small town where everybody knows each other, you see that shit. Hey, you can't be here. <laughs> Out of the way, nerdlinger. Uh, this is a great scene. And this, this is, is something I wanted to ask you about then because... The hungry heifer. <laughs> you, hey, little buddies, come gather around. This here's the very best eating in town. The hungry heifer is the place to be. Lips smacking good. You can take it from me. Try bovine burgers and buffalo chips. Wash it all down with a moose shake. Lick your fingers and suck your lips. 
Sunflower hours on your fingertips. At the hungry heifer, we won't give you no steer. All you can eat, all you can sing. <laughs> Very nice, Genius <laughs> McGee. Tearing and going the critter carnage. This is like one of my favorite scenes because it goes batshit. This was me at the Wendy's Super Bar on right? Sunday nights right? back in the day. At the, the, at the taco bar with the potato <laughs> bar, all that shit, yeah. And look, they're just having a good old time cooking each other and thing, <laughs> laughing. A critter's barbecue. They know how to party, okay? Yeah, they do. Like a Korean barbecue. Okay. <laughs> beautiful and phallic yes just totally not subtle uh-oh oh you done messed up his bounty okay. hunter you know those are his driving killing gloves and also these critters kind of have some character mm -hmm. because they go from having a ball to like they're now genuinely scared right <laughs> like they are the killers in the film but at the same time they're like holy shit like they're gonna <laughs> bitchin bitchin <laughs> and the, the oh and the one that falls in the thing and comes out oh so question the, question would that taste good no a crispy critter oh yes it would be yeah oh here comes crispy critters the good wholesome bunch the low sugar cereal with lots of crunch yes it's indubitably 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 <laughs> oh i and they knocks it down there off like a spin. And you know it's like the seeds of Chekhov's critter ball. Be Do your thing. Oh, talk uh, your uh, thing. Hungry heifer. We won't. Oh, this is brought to you by Crite Emporium. Crite All You Can Eat Buffet. Come on down. We have exotic meats from all over the world. We have cow, human. We have dog. We have cat. We have horse. We have all sorts of meat. And all you can eat at the Crite Buffet. Next to I-35. Oh, and I'm the back. Big, yeah, the big ball. The big balls are some of my... There's that's horrible. Chekhov's, there's a Chekhov's big balls. Because like they Damn you it. saw four of them come up into it. And now they're like... And now they're bigger. But see now, and poor and hungry heifer. And then he sees the car. <laughs> they're going around. They're having a jolly old time. See, I, I was kind of waiting for like critter parkour at this point. Which I think would have been a nice... See? The big critter ball was a bunch of little critter balls, and that comes back later in play, which makes the awesome fucking critter ball of death. Oh, my God. I just realized. Is it a critter king, like a rat king, but a critter king when they get all entangled like that? No. Because like I know a, we get the big one at the end with the mm -hmm. big ball, but I'm thinking rat king, all entangled. I'm telling you, it becomes the, it beca if Cronenberg did critters, that's what like you would have. Big, like monster critter. Because in the first one, they had a giant critter, but they didn't get all together. Like 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 if they all got together in Cronenberg critter. Cronenberg critter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, ooh. You know, and it would just it would just. That's not even a don't dream it. That's normally with Cronenberg, but. Uh, I don't want you to dream that at all. No. no that's something just a that. big abomination of teeth be it just an abomination of teeth and, it and quills and it would look like it just hurt to exist <laughs> like it would just and it would probably have a ball it would have a ball because they're ah <laughs> i saw what i did there should be but, writing for him <laughs> but like no i think they're scary because they're furry and so that, if, that's fair that's fair that's fair but Okay, eating a critter at this point, and this is something I want to talk about, not to go Guy Fieri or anything and mm -hmm. diners, drive-ins, and critters here, mm -hmm. but ultimately a crispy critter or a fried critter, I think you could like franchise that, but ultimately let me ask you this, would you eat the quills 
Or would it be like one of those specialty chefs? Like, like a fugu? Sushi? Yes. Like, like you, very if, carefully. If they don't prepare it correctly, you're going to die. Yeah. Right. But if you have a specially trained chef on critters, it's going to be like the most exquisite meal of your like, of like your alien experience. Like people travel the galaxy. Because it's dangerous on, meat. It's to, like yeah, people. It's exotic or, meat. Ex- exactly. It's like when people eat like shark fin soup or fucking like. Oh, but it is frowned upon. Yeah. So maybe because mm. critters, because critters are obviously intelligent, they have enough to they have enough to have space travel. So like, I guess that would be eating like an exotic animal that you shouldn't like elephants do. But yeah, like know? elephants could actually drive. Cars. Oh, you can't do that! Well, you made a mess over here. Hey, yeah, see that? And they're like, they both have such good face. Well, God love them that the fact that they let him be a bounty hunter now for a while. <laughs> right, he becomes a badass. Uh, actually, yeah, this is where he actually gets to play against character now. Yeah, he does. It's like I'm gonna go find those T birds. I'm gonna blast the shit out of them. <laughs> but everything gets to stay in the character, even in the bounty hunters. Kill sense, more man. crites. Kill more crites. Now, truly, <laughs> the crite bomb better word work, better nerdlinger. Better. <laughs> I, even the way this is shot, it kind of has like kind of a, almost an old west feel mm-hmm. as well with a lot of that stuff. Ah, you mix up tribbles with critters in Star Trek. Oh yeah, I thought that they should have been critters, like in general, because they're already furballs that multiply, and there's a lot of fucking critters that come out of nowhere. There's only like about two dozen eggs, and there's like about. 150 uh, of those fucking critters. But much like, okay, what do we associate uh, animal wise with Easter? Mm-hmm. Bunnies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Makes Multiply sense. like bunnies, Multiply rabbits, what like have rabbits, you. Rabbits, yeah. Staying in line with the Easter and the holiday horror, right? Mm-hmm. When night falls in Critter Town. When I, <laughs> the town that dreaded Critter Down. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Just <laughs> the, tra- the town that dreaded Critter Down. Critter Down. We had Critter Down, Critter Down. Oh. Somebody well, think about the children. But ultimately, this is where you get into uh, kind of the siege element again of mm-hmm. a critter film. Well, everybody's held up. I mean, the whole town has been eaten alive. Well, like I said, this is where it, in Stars Hollow, you'd be in the grocery store right now. Yeah. Or you'd be in the diner because they would probably eat you out of the grocery store, I think, yeah. ultimately. Everybody at Luke's, quick. They'd be so. at Luke's and they'd be drinking a little bit of coffee uh-huh. <laughs> to figure out what's going on. And then, meanwhile, on the other side of town, the parents uh, are getting sieged upon, but they're taking shit out. They got, like, old-timey muskets and shit. They wind up, like, Lorelai's parents wind up being, like, Bert and uh, Reba McIntyre from Tremors. They're trying to get in touch with them and everything. The (laughs) the old-fashioned ways aren't working here. They wind up having, like, a fucking gun cache and, like... uh, Diplomacy no longer is an option, and just like you know, old man Gilmore would be hitting him with golf clubs. Right? Oh, he would be teeing him up, right? He would. Four. Manners make it the man, and just like knock over shit. See, this I thought was cool because he sees another transformation because he only gets to be nerdling or bounty hunter for a minute. But then I saw what he was tra- transforming into, and I was like, that would have been fucking rad. That would have been fucking rad because it would have worked because it's new line. So it's totally optional. They could have had Robert Ingram come in and like kill more crites. Oh, <laughs> do the critter, you know, just <laughs> when you roll into the when you take a big ball and you roll into a ball, do the critter. <laughs> Bravo, good sir. Bravo. 
that's the bringing the house down <laughs> on another commentary track there. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> this is I'm. <laughs> and again, we would normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of a bummer too, because like you grew to like her character because she's like trying to find herself and like kill more Kreitz. She's got a great tagline, "Kill more Kreitz," because that's all she. And this says. is the one that is having the existential crisis the entire mm-hmm. time, and you can identify that as someone you know that's just trying to find themselves. But she's sadly, just having a good time, she, she finds herself in the wrong up, alley, hoisted upon her own petard, because she's going out. And wanting to kill more Kreitz. Biting a bit more than she can chew? Yep. It's going to bite her right in the ass. <laughs> quite quite literally. <laughs> yep. I even think there's a part where they bite her right in the ass. And this uh, is when, of course, you realize... they're calculating critters. Yeah. <laughs> they're cold calculating critters. And they probably are cold-blooded, too, come to and think of it. And they had that... And she, I remember that scream that, ah, this is horrible because, like... It's a bounty hunter. You don't want a bounty hunter to go. No, of course not. Again, again, had we actually had maybe a little prequel or a series, you know, on a, a Netflix or Shutter, mm-hmm. that we get the behind the scenes that we've grown to, you know, we've spent the entire season with that one. Yep. That's actually, they give us that Game of Thrones us twist. <laughs> Someone always dies in that ninth episode of Critters. <laughs> right. That's or bounty what, hunters. That's what I do. I drink and I kill Kreitz. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't want to know who the Lannisters are in the Critters universe. Right. That's actually the uh, the coop was it br- uh, the a critter has no face. <laughs> Crindy, critter Margolis. But the, oh, see, this is just a bony hand. They devoured the shit out of her. There's a lot of pretty gnarly after carnage mm-hmm. that you get with the critters in this film. So he's Wouldn't no longer Jim Curry. But that was I thought that was a cool effect. It's a great effect. Again, that actually kind of... Shocker-esque. Shocker-esque. There was like a They Live monster on there, too, for a brief second. But he goes back to being... Old school. Mm-hmm. The Blank Slate. Yep. Tabula Rasa. Why not, too? You know poor, what? Poor Ugg. I know. That actually, it's funny. You've kind of felt... I'm not going to say pity for the critters or pity for the Christ. No, but... But when know. they were scared, you could see they were scared. Mm-hmm. When he's sad, you can see that he's sad. He, like... Shuts off. He's like, I'm not going to be anybody anymore. And they have to good. help him in. Lynn Shea has to help him in. When you're being helped to a church by Lynn Shea, you know shit's gone down. Come here, south, dear. Come here, right? dear. You need Jesus. Just like. <laughs> starts speaking in space tongues. It's like, well, it's, I can't even tell what that mm. is. They're like, well, it's just. I mean, our town's being invaded by murderous furballs. Why not a man with no face? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, the, and, you know, Charlie the drunk. You would normally get the man with no name coming through to defend your town. Yeah. But in the critters, it's a man with no face. Man with no face. Somebody took his face. Oh. <laughs> I could eat a crite for hours. <laughs> There's another one. Why not? Yeah. Critters invading a John Woo flick. They eat the doves out of the sky. <laughs> Cut. You can make a meta movie about John Woo having issues directing One critters. One cry of the dead. Ooh. <laughs> that's that's pretty great, man. I'm not gonna lie. That's uh, I don't know if anyone's still listening at this point, but that's okay. 
That's the beauty of the uh, the commentary track. Occasionally, you gotta go an hour and some odd in before you get some gold. Uh, okay, so this always made me mad. This little girl, toddlers and tiaras coming up here. <laughs> First of all, you never trust a little kid on one of those little bikes because she comes in like wanting to play a game. Oh, especially if you're in a New Line Cinema flick too. Right. The minute she starts going one, two, just start exactly. running the way. Exactly, because she's got the curls and the fucking petticoat dress and shit. She's on. And it's New Line. Yeah, she's on like like loan from the Freddy set right now. <laughs> it's like, can we wrap this up in a few minutes? Uh, I got to go to set B. But here's the thing. She tears another Benny Hill-esque scene. Yeah, this is true. Well, get back in the house. And then, <laughs> oh. There's the reveal. Yeah. There we go. Dude, it's great. See? Again, you could break out a golf club and go just go to town on these. Four. I should have yelled two. Critters invading Caddyshack. Hey. We're all going to kill some crites. Right? I'm going to blow them up here. And just like, I'm going to be a for it. Four. Freeze critter, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, critters can critters can advance any good storyline. Oh, good old fashioned six shooters like mm -hmm. any good old school sheriff would, right? Crite dead redemption. Like, <laughs> and then he does the spin too. The crusty old sheriff is back. I'm back. I'm your huckleberry. I'm back. <laughs> Put just. Of course, she's got a big old mouthful of chalk. Well, yeah, that goes. Goes along with the costume that not the excuse me the 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 uh, the, the, the uniform. Mm -hmm. What do you think this is a costume? This is a way, way of, of life. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I told you the cow's gonna get it. Yeah, well, Chekhov's uh, cattle. Unfortunately, one way or the other, in that town with that franchise, mm -hmm. yeah, the cows are gonna get eaten one way or the other. But hey, much like on a Romero esque thing, they are us and we are them. Yeah. Aren't we all just consumers? Eating hamburgers. <laughs> and occasionally we get cool haircuts and we get to, you know, shoot out quills. Shoot out quills, right? Occasionally, occasionally. That'd be kind of rad. Shooting a quill? Yeah, and like, like you need to blah, 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 blah. And like, like. If, when playing a team, and there used to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, role-playing game. And when I say role-playing, I'm not talking about like a... So uh, there's a safety word in this and that. But Sexy like, Donatello. Exactly. But like of the 12-sided die variety, go insert again the, the yakety sacks here. Anytime you see the critters rolling. <laughs> but they had the chance of playing a uh, porcupine-esque character that could throw those kind of quills and turtles. Uh. And that also takes me back to that Nightbreed character. Yeah. That can... With the... Which, with the, with the deal breaker? Not a deal breaker. <laughs> You just got to be very careful. Not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. <laughs> just wear some gloves. They'll be fine. Oh, breaker. that's horrible. Oh, that's horrible. Just gentle. Now I'm really, when she dreamed it, I dreamt him. <laughs> and this is by, this break brought to you by Kreitz for Causes. Don't just sit there and eat. Give back what you take. For every person you kill, plant a tree. For every. Wow. For every town you destroy, help Some may be left in, some may not. I don't know yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anything that's incriminating. Uh, Kreitz for causes. <laughs> it's just giving back. 
I love Critters too. This movie is a lot of fucking fun. This movie is, and we it like we said it leads itself nicely. Yeah. And we're back, and everybody's back. And what well, are we gonna do about these fucking crates? Well, now now thinking about it, going to a, like a prequel, if we ever had like the critters on their home planet, because they're you like you said they travel the universe. Mm-hmm. If we could get like a Kevin Smith clerk style with the critters. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> exactly. Or they're just doing their mundane, everyday things. Like, you know, I'm 37. You quilled 36 other guys. I'm Quill 7? I'm Quill <laughs> I'm telling you, there are so many different ways. Oh, I'm even thinking My now. quill for you is like a truck crit That's his crite face. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Olaf Curl Purdy. Kill more Kreitz. What's that mean? I don't know, but this dude's a character. Are you sure you were Kreitz today? I don't know. See, it's just, it's no. We Now we're going down the bad ways here. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention our guy. We're going to sit around town acting like a bunch of pussies, just bitching. This is kind of a great little monologue. Tough guy. <laughs> yeah. Let's all. This is bullshit. Honestly, anytime someone gives a monologue like this, I feel like they're talking directly to me because they're <laughs> saying, I know you're a little wussy, Greg. <laughs> you need this kind of a pep talk. I kicked the can with his folksy ways. And was that a kick the can reference? Mm-hmm. Which, bitching. Which, we'll just yell at that dude. Quit your bitching. Which, I don't grow how much relish that idea. Well, now just, I'm thinking kick the can in Spielberg if uh, Scatman Crothers showed up with some critters and instead of kick the can, it's kick the crate. <laughs> hey there, hey there crate. You're going to make, make it do everything great. You like chocolate ice cream, Doc? Crites do. Actually, you would have kicked the crate into the cooler. You would have lost the crate in the maze. <laughs> but there's too many, and they just eat their way out. Oh, they would have they would have ate right through the hedge, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then ultimately, she could have totally taken him down with the big plow finally at the end. There we go. <laughs> More crates over. Coming crates over. <laughs> <laughs> she would have t- Wendy would have totally like hooked up with the bounty hunters. Sorry. We go, hey! boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> over. And finally, and again, and now shouldn't everyone in town actually be freaking out? Okay, him right there. Uh-huh. Okay, now I'm imagining Critters invading Steel Magnolias because that's Trudy's kid from Steel Magnolias. And there's a of scene course. at the very end of Steel Magnolias when Kevin J. O'Connor, the weirdo from The Mummy, yeah. is in a bunny suit <laughs> and they're driving him to the hospital. Because <laughs> he's got big he Exactly. <laughs> he just got attacked by Kreitz. <laughs> at that like that's a, that's actually what they're driving away from at the very end of steel magnolias this it's not is, the pregnancy <laughs> it's a crying attack this is a great oh. town ornament scene everybody's getting ready going to the hardware store buying fucking things of dynamite i don't mind you i don't go to a lot of old town hardware stores small town man right? small town but like, like everyone in the mums is packing <laughs> Again, you got to remember, small town Kansas. You know, they're they're stereotypes for a reason. Now, any small town Kansas listeners, right? That's uh, not a. But like you said, there's. Uh, this reminds me of like Halloween Four, when you get some y- lo- local yokels yeah. getting together. A uh, silver bullet. Oh yeah, features a pretty with the peacemaker waxwork. Actually, it kind of has something as well like that. Has a gold town armament yeah. scene. 
for the whole town of old timey people come in and and this is again grab what you can we're taking a stance against the Krites. but <laughs> with big old truckfuls of dynamite god bless it come on guys after this we're gonna ride around to the truck at the homecoming parade well, actually, I was probably the entire budget they, they put it set aside for fireworks. and. I think this is a brilliant idea what they had is to lure all the... Uh... Well, and this is actually, again, if you're in Stars Hollow, this is where you would, then maybe this is where they, they load up the dynamite in then Taylor's Grocery Store. There you go. Or they, they bring it back to Jackson, you know, since he had the tainted eggs from the beginning. Does, does Jackson maybe. die? Does he and Suki live? I think if Suki's the one that's cooking the cried eggs, who does she? She's. Would that be like a big, like a Drew Barrymore kill at the very beginning of the thing? It's yeah. Like you, you know, and it's Melissa McCarthy. She's like your big star. Mm-hmm. She's your bigger star now, actually. She makes it to the halfway point. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Because I, I think then that becomes more of the Samuel L. Jackson, uh, you know. Motherfucking cried at me. <laughs> that's cool. With the whole like them chewing in their mouth because they're not just like wah, 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 puppets. Well, there's etiquette, you know. At least he's not like the preacher from Poltergeist Two. Crites are in their holy temple. Crites are smart. <laughs> oh my God, that guy, that guy. Jeez, yep. you want to talk about special effects again? <laughs> Lord have mercy. That guy was incredible. That uh, sputtering continues. I like the sputtering fact that it's or spurring. <laughs> Sp- what did it say? Spurring. Oh, ah, that's genuinely scary. A whole that's herd a of crying. great little thing. Like you said, there's elements of this film that are still fun, but still have elements of chills, of scares. It's cool to see all them going that way, and <laughs> it's it's neat. Like that dun 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 dun. Well, I don't think enough is this said in terms of underrated scores, but the the critter theme. What do we what do we call that? The, uh, the critter skitter. There we go. Genuinely good. <laughs> Ooh, the pink stuff. <laughs> it's That's the, not ground meat. No, no, no. It's kind of the and then then you cover with it, cheese, of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> could you hold my? Could you put my explosive without cheese, please? Right. You are lactose hey, intolerant. You do. You gotta do, man. I would be a good critter. I could be the paleo. Just eat like fucking beef. Vegan cheese on your explosives, please. Yeah, right? Because if not, it will be explosive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sad I laughed at that. (laughs) Now, I will say I love the little bit almost like with the car where like they can't. It must be hallowed ground. Right? No, I like the way that they're like kind of slowly converging. Yeah, like the critters are all going because the plan's working, but of they're course. slowly coming behind. Cause but they now don't. you got mob mentality, actually. Now I feel like a Frankenstein-esque kind of thing, and I feel bad for the critters. <laughs> but they're, they're going to eat them. I mean, <laughs> Frankenstein wasn't going to eat like the local town. He was just going to toss a few of the kids in the lake. It would have been fine. He was just he was more of a simpleton. Right. <laughs> That's what I hate about the the... The, the movie Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. or just the monsters the fact that he is just a little bit more simple minded in the book he's actually an erudite just very well spoken Grover's Bend Kansas again unfortunately not a real town because I would go there I'd go I'd like oh is this where they showed the critters that'd be a destination town mm-hmm. between that and the place that near dark took place in yep whoa look at that big critter a big and critter? Yeah, there's a, a king critter. Oh, uh, you know, if in the critters universe, you know there was going to be like some um, 
oh my god, uh, crocodile hunter. There'd be the critter hunter. Yeah, the and, bounty but, hunters. But no, 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 no. But he would hold them in reverence. Critter. Oh, you get them in their natural environment, and you know, crikey. <laughs> Look at the quills on this one. Exactly. He would just, he would find them beautiful and like, you know, you know, it turned out it would be something like, you know, we invaded their turf first, so they're only defending themselves. Like, when they hood together like this. See, and they all stopped all at once, just and then they unrolled. That was a cool little effect. Herd mentality, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Live meat. See, even they have their preference. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, do you want fresh or frozen? I mean, seriously. It's the Burger Wars. Have it your way. Have it right way. The critter is always correct. Mm-hmm. We need to stop with that, don't we? It's getting bad. <laughs> See, King Critter. And King Critter controls the herd. Cheeseburgers. <laughs> See? See? You no know. bones. That's a good point. I mean, Crit- like critters did convenience exactly. Crit- and <laughs> sadly, then that they would be the ones that when it came to like uh, chicken wings, I always take boneless because I'm under the critter mentality. I guess because like, I mean, seriously, critter mentality, right? I'd rather have like a like something boneless than with bones. So I guess if you would prefer bones, okay. So oh, so if you did a horror themed restaurant. When you were order your 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 chicken wings, you would order them critter, critter style. style, which would be boneless. Right? Do you want critter style or regular? Or, or mass or Texas style because of the bones. Bones, right? Yep. Texas style or critter style? Okay, are you hearing us? A zombie burger up in Iowa. And then you can have like the critter burger, but like it's like just meat, just nothing but meat. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah, uh, well, yeah, that would work. Meat and cheese, and explosives. <laughs> it would be cheese with a sparkler on the top. <laughs> that would work. That would work. And you know what? The fact there's just there's such joy going on in that kind of just feast. Not, I'll, you know what? I'll be honest because I love hamburgers. They're probably my <laughs> my favorite fucking thing. Just burgers in general. Well, little and I would love to tear up a burger buffet. Not slovenly like that. But don't know much about history. <laughs> I would like to think Pizza that they- Ranch. Yep. Critter Ranch. Well, I guess there technically is critter etiquette as well. You mentioned before that, you know, a lot of them will eat with their pinky out. Right. And, you know, that's uh, eat with their mouthful. And, of course. That's brilliant. See, the first time I saw this, I thought, like, he because they had that weird connection look. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was because, like, the big one took his sister in the first one. But then I realized that I was actually one of the bounty hunters. I was like, that's like, brilliant. Oh, snap. And to think about it, the bounty hunters, not only can they turn into another humanoid, they can turn into critters. They could probably turn into all sorts of shit. Which actually boggles the mind then because what all he's like the T one thousand of bounty hunters, basically. Right? Of critters. Of critters. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know what? And there's gotta be like a, a this like crazy checklist of all the ways that you can kill a critter. And then we've actually hit quite a few of them for the most part. Yeah. And you would think at this point. Okay, and you know what? Thank you, good in-camera explosion. That was a nice explosion. Yes, it would be worthy of six shooting and hooting and hollering. Exactly. <laughs> yip, 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 and han. But you can't keep a good crate down. If anything, 
if you're in a horror movie, that's a little premature. Come mm-hmm. on now. And of course, yeah, it, on the posters, the marketing team had the the big critter ball of death. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm waiting. There's something mm-hmm. still waiting here. Like, oh, something's coming because you can feel it. Yeah, like you're like ah. Uh, if you're going to do the tropes, do it well. And especially also, like you said, with a sequel, you got to go a little bit bigger. And see, that, that perfect timing right about, yep. Well, at this point, he's been kiss-blocked a few times. Mm-hmm. Be it her papa. Lip-locked. Lip-locked. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that critter ball. There that, that's is. rad as shit. And it's even on fire. That's the side of the van. <laughs> but they need to have it like rat-finked. You know, just like the critters with big white eyes and like big gnarly teeth. <laughs> and I mean, this is what you came for with the sequel. Mm-hmm. This this is everything you need to go from alien to aliens. This is let go of her, you bitch. This is the queen, the alien queen. Right. And the fact that it's, again, real and tangible and this huge giant And ball. this is one of my favorite cause and effect. Wonderful. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> There's and the a, fact that it's going left and right and back and front. Well, and that When people say you're, you're supposed to... Um, sir, zigzag? Yeah, serpentine. serpentine. It doesn't matter. The critter thing will eat you one way or the other. Oh, dear God. He's heading for the children. Well, you know, they are the veal of, uh, of exactly, people. Exactly. <laughs> the meat is tender. It's <laughs> The bones actually... They, you can they fall actually, off the bone. Yeah. Meat falls off the bone. This is brought to you by Child Eating Emporium. We serve all sorts. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> were we just talking about eating a kid? The critters. Well, the critters were eating kids, the not meat- us. <laughs> the meat falls off the bone. <laughs> the hell, man? <laughs> brought to you by, well, well, we're back. A critter. Brought to you by Critter Ball. That is a cool ball of critter well and i'm just gonna say if i'm gonna eat a kid it's, if i'm gonna eat a person it's gonna be a kid because i've worked hard and veal damn it you know i know it's kind of frowned upon kid parmesan oh no <laughs> but we would use the vegan cheese for you there, there genius. <laughs> now actually i wish i do wish we and I, remind me why hasn't anyone hit the damn sign come on now that's classic <laughs> that's true. classic kind of like roadway shenanigans right well, the critters are like excellent steers. Like this the trans- is true, part, actually. The transporters are big giant balls of death. That's that's gigantic. That is that's, enormous. <laughs> that is that's impressive. Now that's a great little shot of this. It's like a ten foot tall ball of like fur and teeth. Yeah, it's like a ball of fur and teeth. Hey, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Piss on the crates. <laughs> Harry Cratter's here. Oh my god. Yeah, that's rant. it That is a cool big ass ball of critter. Thank you. That it's just that should have been on the, the, the VHS box. That is a cool big ass ball of critter. But it's such a great idea. Yeah. And it's kind of the perfect thing you need to separate yourself from the original kind of the intimacy of the original and and look how it spun that was sweet i always was impressed by that spin and the fact that like at the at this point you need a big bad you know yeah. because you have you can do only so many with little ones at some point in time you, they got to converge and how do you take oh yeah yeah i'm a bounty hunter yes you are charlie fucking yes you are 
And now is it Ugg that's still alive with us? Yeah, Ugg's still alive. He's got to be pretty impressed with this. Although. Poor Charlie. Yeah. But Pimp Man. Ugg just, uh, just taking the, the brunt of the explosion. Well, of course. Come on now. That's in Bounty Hunter 101. Mm-hmm. Poor Charlie. And plus he was all like jet fueled up and shit. So of course she's gonna like go up. Like critters jet are, Critter, you know what? With well, how hairy critters are, I bet that place fucking stinks. Oh god, are you getting, <laughs> like and I'm sure they shed. And quills there's, are not. Right? And there's like critter hair all over the place. Oh. My cat leaves it fucking everywhere. I can't oh, even imagine. Oh, and they're yakking up critter hairballs. And you can't tell if they're baby critters or not because they look the fucking same. So like, no, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they really get mad at you if you step on them, you know? It's like just all this critter residue, just like fucking <laughs> hair and dander and shit. And the ironic thing is their home planet, there's a lot of those little... um little dust balls that dust roll balls. down the streets yeah do you think people can get like critter allergies because like the hair dander you know oh, they I have guarantee. like dog allergies of and course you'd have these uh, oh don't keep these critters around me i get allergic well fucking i wouldn't want them anyway they're gonna bite me i'd come over to your place but uh, i've got a critter allergy a critter, i'm sorry sorry and in his face his name was charlie mm-hmm. <laughs> flowers for charlie one <laughs> one one final uh memorial that was nice of ug Right. I, I always felt bad, like oh. The bounty hunters—they got a good sense of honor. Mm-hmm. There's good camaraderie with them, actually. Of course, he was super pissed when Lee died. Mm-hmm. As were we all. As mm-hmm. were we all. Well, ultimately, here we're kind of, man, we're cut. Time moves quickly here with the Once Critters again, Two commentary. It's an 88 minute movie, and even with like all the commercial breaks, it's still. It's still actually, and it is a lot of fun. That's the one thing with this film. It's a fun movie. It's a fun fucking movie. Well, even in the first film, it's still a lot of fun as well. And okay, let's look at the people that this is. The first one had Billy Zane. Mm -hmm. Number two, who's probably the biggest person on number two? Two really didn't launch anyone. Scott Grimes. Okay, but three gave us Leonardo. DiCaprio, Ford, and Angela Bassett. Yeah. So. So, again, a very interesting franchise, what it has offered. And that, and here comes the crusty sheriff, and from crusty sheriff to like, he's party. going on sexy adventures as the local PI in in fabulous Las Vegas. You know, he's gonna be like crusty D, crusty sheriff, PI. Dun 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 dun. I'm getting ready to grow my. I'm gonna. I'm thinking a mustache should look right. Holy shit! Yeah, this was nice. And like, hey, it's Charlie. He got out just in the nick of time. Of course. Because, come on now. You can't. <laughs> and even though he's doing all this heroic shit, he's still bumbling as fuck. Yeah. So like. Staying true to character. Lovable old Charlie. You can still better your life. And still be bumbling. And be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what makes us us, damn it. Yep. And again. He should make a buddy cop with that K. Jevin Williamson or no, who the Benny from. Uh, the mummy. They should have like a him. Kevin J. O'Connor. Kevin J. O'Connor have him and them as like like two cops that are just so slightly off putting that or, just people just spill their guts to him. Or like, they're like brothers. They're brothers and they like go on adventures because now I thought this was the coolest thing back in the day. Even though, actually, like, you know what? It looks still pretty good. Yeah. Now, granted, we're not watching it on a 4K restoration, so right. who knows? Who but, knows? You know, to some see things, something like that. Some things weren't meant for 4K. I'll just say that. And that, now, the real question, do they touch each other on the spaceship? 
Oh no! Yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, does that become? Is, is it, it Charlie become, in the Chocolate Factory? Is it a time cop thing where yeah. it's like Ron Silver, Cronenberg writes again. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you know what? This is this is it's it's the next best thing since Uber, but it's uh, I think I they had AAA spaceship like. We it, fly right to your door. Yeah, it's Spaceship AAA, you know? <laughs> that's why you spend that $15. That's why that extra bounty a month is worth it. It's worth it. You know what? There's a reason we work ourselves to the bone, man. And I bet nobody's going to ever doubt... Uh, the legitimacy. Well, those within the town. Whoop. Everyone else is going to say it's a bunch of old crazy Kansans. Mm-hmm. That they're all drinking the Kool-Aid or bunch whatever. Bunch of rubes. Exactly. Bunch of bumpkins. <laughs> bunch of crazies getting abducted by aliens. But, you know, it happened. It, it did uh, happen. In, it in did happen. Town, the unfortunately fictional town <laughs> of Grover's Bend. I would go there. I would be like, oh, boy. And then, of course, <laughs> and he was at the very beginning, the one was like just saying, yeah, you know, that's the town, the story of this town. <laughs> Of course, he left and came back and didn't know all the critter carnage and the UFOery. The UFOery is that like mopery? Yeah, <laughs> it's exposing yourself to a blind alien in space. <laughs> in space, don't get your Oh, thank oh, no. you for taking the microphone away from that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know I had to. Uh, <laughs> so as we wrap up here with critters to the main course. Um, I got to make sure, go through my notes here, make sure we touch upon everything. I want to make sure we're not leaving anything out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guy that wrote this also directed War, or wrote, War, wrote Warlock. With Julian Sands, the real Warlock. Oh, and then he made sher- he made him sheriff of the town because now Charlie's staying home. And I thought that was great because, like, again, well, that's kind of a downgrade from intergalactic space bounty hunter to small town sheriff. But there's been movies where people are like, I can't do this anymore. I got to get away from the big city. I'm getting too old for this shit. Fucking bounty hunting space aliens is a young man's game. And, you know, inevitably, then they bring in some crazy hotshot cop that they pair with Charlie mm-hmm. on his last day before his last day before retirement. New cop comes in. The critters come back. Yep. No, another. Oh. And isn't this very much a back to the future? Doesn't that look like Hill Valley? Uh huh. But in Kansas, see, see, it. They thanked Grover's Bend. They see, and when Grover's I searched Grover's Bend, it's like no, no, no such place. I've looked on maps. Are you sure now? Yeah. I think has so. it? How long has it been since you've looked? Was this the the nascent days of the internet? Yeah. <gasps> Gather round, this here's the very best eating in town. The hungry heifer is the place to be. Lip that can good, you can take it from me. What are you doing? I'm trying to listen to the thing so I don't like fuck. I was going to sing along so the people. <laughs> We're already kind of giddy at this point as the credits roll here. Because um, the hungry heifer, they won't give you a bum steer. See, I would have gonna, I would counter that with America. You're getting burger hungry, hungry, hungry for, for the, the burger, burger that makes you full. And as we come to the end of the credits and critters to the main course, final thoughts here on this one, genius. I know this is the part of the magic. You know what? Actually, this episode is being released on um, April nineteenth, the same day our nerds episode is being released. Dookie. Which is part of the magic mixtape as well. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's two thirds of the mixtape being played 
and being performed and, and being released. What? Probably afterwards, or probably going, I'll watch uh, UHF too. Just, just to wrap it up nicely. One complete mi- mixtape. Well, thank you for sharing this uh, with uh, with me here. I know this is a film that you know is near and dear, and it's another one that every time I see it gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but it's um, fun. At the end of the day, it's a fun little monster movie. Oh yeah. Also with Mick Garris, the uh, the longer the hair, the better the scare. Nice. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That's right. <laughs> and then maybe the shorter the hair, the subtle the scare, something along the lines. Yeah. You know, yeah. just depending. With but great no. scare comes great hair. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> only this, only a scare dresser knows for sure. Jesus, are you are you actually <laughs> are you auditioning for the crit keeper? Christ Almighty! That was <laughs> tales from the crate. <laughs> I think now is a perfect time to finish things off here. Thank you, Mick Garris. Thank you, the Kyoto Brothers. Thank you all that have listened. Uh, next next week, kill more crates. We're going back to the new well. We're going to be uh, uh, reviewing the Hellboy film. And we're going to be talking with local Arthur Orrin Gray. Again, we're staying local. We're promoting local. Um, have fun out there. All that kind of good stuff. So until next time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Kill more crites.